0: am the podcast host of Chakras and Cuss Words. I concentrate on everything um, metaphysical and also I consider myself an alchemist. I do a lot with the chakra system. I also do a lot with um, astrology and and, uh, and also letting people find areas and modalities that really work for them with their own energy alignment. And I think that's really important when we are learning about the chakras and we are learning about astrology and how we can use it, right? So this room's probably going to be about anywhere from 35 to 45 minutes, because I will be giving all of the readings for each 12 zodiac. So let's get into it. And please share out this room if you can so people know that we're here. Ping in some of your friends. Let them know that we are getting ready to talk about the Sagittarius. And the reason why I think a lot of us are very excited for this new beginning and kind of Breaking away from eclipse season, right? I don't know how eclipse season has been for many people. For some, it may have felt a little rough, right? It may have felt a little bit challenging um, for for some people, in all honesty. For me, I think the eclipse season is really that time to take in a lot of energy towards healing and also to take in that time to kind of release, right? But What we have coming up is a new start. We really have that area where it is like a new balance and it is this new energy of embracing it. So let's talk about the Sagittarius. So the Sagittarius is a fire Element. It is a fire sign for those who um, did not know. The Sag is actually a fire sign. The Sagittarius is known for its um, intellectual thinking. It's very positive. They also have areas that are a little bit centered in idealism. And also, they are very much kind of in that freedom area, right? They're kind of like the I guess you could say the polar opposite of what maybe an Aquarius or a Capricorn would be, they have that tendency where they kinda wanna be more free flowing, right? They're not really as um, as structured as like a Capricorn or an Aquarius. They do have areas of strategy and they do have areas of insight, but it's almost like it comes kind of easy for them. A lot of people say that the Sagittarius is almost like very lucky. And one of the reasons why the Sagittarius is considered so lucky is because of its ruler. So the Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. And Jupiter is that fiery planet. It's kind of that, um, that orangey, beautiful color. It's known for being the planet of expansion and also of luck and having that freedom area. So when we think of what maybe Saturn resembles and those who know Saturn, like Saturn's really kind of that area of like constriction and regulations and everything needs to be this certain way. And when we think about Saturn, Saturn and Jupiter are like complete opposites, right? So Saturn might say, hey, no cell phones at the table, (laughs) right? Uh, when we're at the table together, it's about um, talking as a family, or it's kind of about just being present in this moment where Jupiter, if Jupiter was a parent, might be like, yeah, you could, you know, look at your cell phones, maybe share that, that funny TikTok with me, right? Um, so for so for, Sag, for Sagittarius and Jupiter, it really has that fun element a lot of times um, the Sagittarius is in areas of curiosity and also areas of idealism. It is a mutable sign which is kind of right in the mi- middle of the season. It's not a fixed sign or a cardinal sign. It's not the closer or or the beginner, but it is that sign that stays very present in that area. Uh, Also, what stands out about the Sagittarius is the Sagittarius is very brave. The Sagittarius actually will take some um, s- some leaps or some steps that some people will might be like, whoa, I can't believe you're that brave. I can't believe you're that much of a risk taker. Sometimes you will see the Sagittarius might like to gamble, right? They actually have maybe like a winning streak about them. And that's, that's that Jupiter energy. Sagittarius Sagittarius's are usually pretty good at anything they decide to start with. And when we think of like uh, famous Sagittarius, the one that comes to mind right now is Britney Spears. Um, and Britney Spears kind of came from a, a house that was very dysfunctional and uh, traumatic. And also they were actually very um, poor, like Britney Spears was like really poor actually. And she had that lucky energy about her that really resembled in her space that really resembled in her atmosphere like yes she was talented and she was very uh structured but she also has a lot of sagittarius in her chart which is kind of interesting the sagittarius is also a masculine energy which is known as a yang energy so when we are thinking about the masculine and the feminine the Sagittarius is actually a yang energy and it's known for being a little bit masculine. Sagittariuses actually tend to get along really well with other Sagittariuses, also with Aries, Leo, and Libra signs, and also with the Aquarius. Another thing that stands out about the Sag is that their key word or their key thing that they're kind of known for is idealize. They like to idealize a lot of the things um, when it comes in front of them. They, They like to kind of do this where they look at it, they think about it, but if they really want to do it, they're just going to kind of do it. And another thing that really lets you know how the Sagittarius is as an individual is they are the ruler of the ninth house. So when we are thinking of the ninth house, the ninth house is the house of wisdom, knowledge, and travel. So that kind of shows that expansion, right? That kind of shows that area of growth, like for most sagittarius it's kind of hard to stay in one place like um i i actually my son's a sagittarius and i'm like i am not surprised that this kid is always like on the go he's like driving up to oregon he's like uh he's a fisherman he just has a lot of that sagittarius energy where he's always looking and kind of like fulfilling his life with new things and new areas of growth like that that ninth house placement really really shows that they seek that knowledge and they seek different adventures and they also seek different events so that is kind of like how the Sagittarius rolls. Um, Sagittarius is an amazing zodiac uh, sometimes it's kind of hard for the Sagittarius to commit in relationships uh, especially for the men Um, they're also kind of known for the bachelor to being the bachelor sign so um, if you guys are interested go ahead and drop your zodiac in the chat and maybe Maybe I will give you guys some little tips for this season. So Sagittarius season actually will begin on Tuesday, but I am getting this out for the podcast. So we're getting it out a little bit early. We got a Sag in the house. Nice, nice. A Sag female, a Scorpio. Scorpios have been making a lot of news lately. So I love Scorpio season. Like Scorpio season is so even though it can be that area where we have to face a lot of our releasing and also face a lot of our shadow and insecurity, it is really a beautiful season. And I love it. Tamisha's a Scorpio. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Sag with Scorpio rising. Wow. That's an intense, mix. Love that. Love that fire and water element together. That really brings out a lot of balance. It has that area where it can flow nicely, but it also has that initiative and that strength that we love from the fire signs. So, and an Aquarius. Oh, Aquariuses, let's get into it. Aquariuses probably have had a interesting year, especially with Saturn being um in aquarius for the rest of this year and then it's actually going to transition out but um It's definitely been an interesting year for some of the Aquariuses. So let's get into the horoscopes. Okay, so I am ready. So we're gonna start with the Sagittarius. And this is your personal horoscope for the Sagittarius season, because what's going on is on Tuesday, the sun will actually leave and shift out of Scorpio, and it is gonna be centered with Sagittarius. So this is a perfect time for the Sagittarius to take a big area of intention. And we have literally the next day after the sun shifts out of Scorpio and into Sagittarius, we have a new moon approaching and it is in Sagittarius. And this reading this horoscope reading is going to be for of course your sun sign but also listen out for your moon sign because it's going to be very familiar with this area of this horoscope it's going to be almost identical to what your new moon reading will be because I'll be honest with the Sagittarius season we're going to want to create intentions and we are going to want to expand right before we close out this year, we're going to do one more area of growth, a personal or business, depending on where you're at. But this is for more of a personal and also relationship area. So for the Sagittarius, this is a perfect time for you to really do a a clearing of what's been kind of making you feel a little bit overwhelmed. Also, this is a perfect time for you to look into your inner space of how you are feeling on this path that you're at right now. Also, if you've been having some time maybe where it's been kind of hard for you to reflect on the self-image, like for instance, if you have just left like a toxic relationship or you just left a relationship that maybe kind of had you questioning your own self-image and self-confidence, this is actually a good time for you to refresh Reflect on that and say goodbye. Because in all honesty, for the Sagittarius, you are very lucky and you are very much structured in growth and abundance. So whatever was holding you back, it's perfect to just take a few steps forward in what's going to make you feel a little bit more centered with your own personal space, especially with the sacral chakra, um and also with the throat chakra so for the sage, this is a perfect time for you to concentrate on creating intentions towards the sacral chakra and also the throat chakra for the Scorpio. This is actually happening in your second house. So this is a perfect time for you to look at your money center, where it is towards your space, towards wealth, investments, and also savings. So this is actually a good time for you to, if you need to start a savings account or put some extra money aside, where you know like you're not gonna dip into it for the holidays, right? You're going to, you're going to want to be a little bit more structured on your budget. This is also a good time for you to invest as a Scorpio. So if there's been something that has been kind of, um, catching your eye, I know a lot of people are saying like, don't buy big ticket items or, um, don't buy things that are, um, maybe really expensive right now, but actually for the Scorpio, this is, a good time for you to kind of see where you can invest and where you could put some money to the side. Also, if you are looking of creating a course, this is really in that area that should be aligned with pure abundance and growth towards money. Um, also, for the Scorpio, this is a perfect time for you to get centered with the heart chakra, and also this is a good time for you to get centered with that area of reflecting on your own personal gains um and it's always great to work like in a collaborative approach but for the scorpio this is actually a time for you to do a little bit more of that um, structure where it's more on a personal center also for the scorpio this is a perfect time for you to look at your priorities when it comes towards money so like i said Definitely um, see where it is that you wanna buy some things or see where it is that you want to save and put kind of put that in structure and be a little bit more stronger with those boundaries. Uh, For the Libra, this is actually a perfect time for you to create intentions and set intentions towards getting to know like more people and also people that you haven't been around. So if the holiday blues is starting to get to you and you're feeling like, oh my goodness, this is so stressful, right? Like the, the holidays can be like a little bit stressful and you're starting to feel like, I, I don't know if, um, if I can be around all these people again, or I don't know if I really want to see all these people again, this is actually a perfect time for you to number one, be truthful with how you really feel like if you don't want to go to a whole bunch of events, don't. But in all honesty, this is really a good energy for you to do that socializing, for you to do that communication, and also for you to spend time with others. Also for the Libra, this is a perfect time for you to look at your relationships with your siblings. So if the relationships have been maybe feeling a little bit uh, disconnected, this is actually going to be the time that you're going to want to like, maybe reach out to your siblings and see how they've been doing, especially if you feel Feel like there's this, been this disconnection. And for the Libra, I want to say um, sometimes we can't always wait for an apology, right? We just have to go ahead and put ourselves out there again and make ourselves a little bit more vulnerable. And in all honesty, creating intentions towards that family circle and also for that social circle is really going to help um, right now. Also for the Virgo. For the Virgo, this is a perfect, oh, and I just want to say one more thing before I move on from the Libra. For the Libra, this is actually a perfect time for you to get centered with the throat chakra. So I'm going to try to tell you guys each chakras that you should get centered with during this, um, during this season with the Uh, Sagittarius. So for the Libra it is actually a perfect time for you to get centered with the throat chakra. Also we will move on to the Virgo. So for the Virgo, this is a beautiful time for you to take in all of that root chakra energy and also to really look at the family dynamics. So I want you to create intentions towards the family structure and also towards that area of of peace and intentions. So if there's been something that's kind of been maybe having this dynamic with the family where it doesn't feel like it's very much centered or emotions have just been running high, this is a perfect time for the whole family to kind of do like a healing moment. Also for the Virgo, it is a perfect time for you to actually be grounded on why you guys are feeling this way. And sometimes that reflection is kind of hard, right? Like how come uh, this relationship is having this dynamics with the family circle? If it is, if it's not, and actually everything's been kind of going smooth in the family circle and the family dynamics, this is going to be a perfect time for you guys to actually plan an event together. So that could be like a reunion, that could be maybe a dinner, or that could even be like a FaceTime. Also, it is important to think of ways that you can bring up the background or ancestral uh, cultures or heritage that you would like to address with the whole family unit and this is actually a good time to do that also for the Virgo you are definitely going to be centered with not only your throat chakra but also you are going to be centered with your root chakras as well so with the root chakra you are going to want to really get into the background of creating new intentions with the family and also creating new intentions towards the women in the house, that feminine energy. You're going to really want to see where you can maybe incorporate some more of that feminine energy right now. Also, let's talk about the Leo. Okay. So the Leo is a fun, Fiery zodiac, it is a fire sign as well. So, for the Leo, this is a perfect time for you to get creative with love. So, (laughs) if you kind of have been looking, I hate to use the word looking, but if you have been like kind of maybe on the dating space, or there's been a new relationship, or there's been something that maybe somebody has. um, Um, kind of struck your eye or you're kind of in this area of wanting to get to know someone or maybe you are are already in a relationship. This is actually going to be a time for you to get a little bit more creative with this relationship or bringing up a conversation with this person. So this is even that time that um, you're going to really want to set yourself up for being in the right place at the right time. You know what I mean? So you want to put yourself out there. If you have had some friends who have been like, I want to hook you up on a date. You're usually like, no, 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 no. For the Leo, this is actually a good time for you to step out of that box and say, okay, okay. You know, let me, let me see about it or give me their number. and Maybe I will, you know, talk to them a little bit and see what we think. Also, for the Leo, it's all about putting yourself out in a way that feels fun, okay? So if you're not having fun with it, if you're in a relationship and the relationship is starting to feel very like, oh, like it's dragging you down, it is a good time to do kind of like an assessment and see, is this relationship really working for me or is it time that I move on? So for the Leo, you're actually gonna be working on your sacral chakra and you're also gonna be working on your heart chakra, for the Sagittarius season. Okay, for the Cancer, for the Cancer, I love the Cancer Zodiac. Like the Cancer Zodiac is such a beautiful, Zodiac is such like a nice feminine um, area that really embraces like the moon and it's ruled by the moon. And it just has this, this area where it feels just very divine. And most cancers, they're 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 very centered in how they feel and realization. And they're just very um a beautiful zodiac to get to know. Uh so for the cancer, for the cancer, this is actually a perfect time for you to look at your wellness as a whole and create some intentions towards it on the mind, the body, the spirit, and also kind of like that soul's message, right? Kind of figure out what is that soul's message asking you to express to the universe? What is that soul's message asking you to get into? Also, this is a perfect time for you to pick up some new healthy habits. And with the holiday season approaching, it's always a little bit difficult right to get into those healthy habits and get into those um, areas of maybe feeling like oh i shouldn't eat that or i shouldn't have said that or i knew i shouldn't have visit that uncle <laughs> you know like I, I knew me and my mom were going to get into an argument don't don't like Be hard on yourself if anything comes up that makes you feel uncomfortable or makes you feel like um, an area of shame or regret. This is actually a time when we're going to want to look at the daily habits where you're going to want to be like, inquiring more stuff not really having limitations on i shouldn't have said that or i shouldn't have did that or i should have just let that go but this is actually going to be an area where you're going to want to inquire more because we are in the sign of sagittarius so this is going to be about maybe adding more fruits to the meals or introducing more water to your day. Also, this would be about getting more rest. So make sure that when you create this intention, it's actually about creating more, not restricting. Um, especially with the healthy habits and the healthy routine right now for the cancer. So don't get on this mindset where you're saying like, I can't drink wine or let me not eat these cookies, or I have to work out every day to get rid of this, or I can't be around my family too much. Make sure you're including more in your daily intentions and actually more in your area of expansion towards healthy habits so that, like I said, would be saying, I'm gonna make sure I tell my mother three nice things that I enjoy when I'm around her. Or I'm gonna tell myself, two things that I enjoy about my family before I go around them. So make sure it's not on that constriction area. We're actually going to want it on that expansion area for the cancer. Also for the cancer, this um, is going to be a time where you're going to want to really look at the third eye chakra where you're going to really kind of like trust your intuition and know where to place yourself and know where not to place yourself. Also, this is going to be a perfect time for you to get, um, centered with the root chakra as well. For the Gemini, this is another, um, magical time for you. For the Gemini, I know Geminis have kind of been going through it this last season. I'll be honest, Scorpio season has really hit the Geminis hard. Um, And I think a lot of it has to do with, the Geminis this year have had a lot of transition and also a lot of um, growth interpersonally and also collectively um and sometimes when we do growth and we do areas of healing sometimes it's kind of hard right it's kind of hard for us to ingest all that Uh, So for the Gemini, this is actually a perfect time that we're going to want to set intentions and gratitude towards our partnerships and towards our relationships. So if we've been feeling a little bit um, maybe uncentered in our relationships or we've been feeling like this area... Of conflict has been kind of brewing in our relationships. This is actually a perfect time that we're going to want to kind of ease that out. We're going to want to clear that away. And we're going to want to set intentions where we are seeing what it is that has us there in that union, right? To begin with, what it is in this relationship that really moves us forward, that really keeps us in this energy space. Also, for the Gemini, this is a beautiful time for you to stay, um, stay centered in your own personal energy. Um, and when you express it, make sure you, uh, try to say it in ways that doesn't seem so harsh. And, One of the things that really stands out with the Geminis right now is that Mars is in retrograde with uh, Gemini right now. And with this Mars retrograde, for most people, it's kind of giving them this area where maybe they don't feel as as assertive as they should with their communication. But depending on where it's at kind of in your chart, you want to really have this time where you express how you feel, but you also don't want to be so harsh with the word right? Because Geminis are very, um, very thought-provoking and also they kind of have those words of venom, right? Like a Gemini says something that maybe like let's say a Virgo would say, but when the Gemini says it, for some reason it just sounds like a little bit more intense and it sounds a little bit more powerful. And sometimes it could be a little bit more hurtful too. So for the Geminis, this is actually a perfect time for you to take a few breaths before you actually communicate in your relationship don't try to communicate when you're all worked up or really um in that energy space you're going to give yourself that time to have that balance and kind of give yourself that time before you get on this full structure of just you know um going a little wild there. Also for the Gemini, this is a perfect time for you to share what it is about the relationship that you really enjoy with the other person. So for instance, um, you're going to want to take your communication style a little bit different than what it's been for the Gemini. So for instance, if the relationship is having um, difficulties, or if you're not in a relationship, and you want to build a partnership with somebody, you're going to express to that person what it is that you actually enjoy about them, what it is about them that intrigues you, what it is that you really want to get more, I guess you could say closer with or kind of learn more about them. And you're going to want to show where you are grateful for having them in this companionship and also in this relationship. And this is also with business as well, not just in the love house, but also with the business house as well. So if you've been working with a business, this partner and there's been some partnerships that have kind of been like topsy-turny, this is a perfect time for you to actually acknowledge why you are grateful for that relationship. For the Gemini, you will be working on your throat chakra and also on your heart chakra for Sagittarius season. Okay, (laughs) so for the Geminis, definitely let's all take a big deep breath in. Let it out. This Scorpio season has had a lot of changes, and I'm really happy to be entering in Sagittarius season. For the Scorpios hanging out in the room, how have you been? Is sometimes uh, the time that the sun is in your alignment, it's been kind of woo, like a lot of energy. So for Scorpios, if any Scorpios are in the room, let us know how has your season been? Has it been good? Has it been a little bit too much energy? Did you enjoy it? Are you ready to move on? Okay. So let's see. So for the Taurus, this is a perfect time for you to also look at that area of resources and also secrets. So with this being in Sagittarius, we're actually going to want to be more centered around the merging, the merging of the unknown and also the area of of creation and expansion for the Taurus. For the Taurus, you're going to want to look at areas where you can build if it is in goals, events, adventures or also relationships. But this is a time where you really acknowledge that you can say goodbye to secrets. You can say goodbye to self-limiting self-beliefs, that you can say goodbye to areas where you have possibly money blocks. So for the Taurus, it is really that time that you merge through what it is that is going to bring you forward into more expansion and growth. Also, for the Taurus, you're going to want to be very much grounded in how you build these areas of merging. So, for instance, you're not going to want to just decide to maybe um, start a new class or let's say you're thinking about possibly going back to school right you're not just going to like do it on a whim you're going to want to actually look and research it and then also look at what the limiting self-beliefs are that has you structured in that process and create towards it if it's towards a relationship, kind of see like what were the beliefs, what were the hidden secrets that were like, instead of saying, "Whoa, well, I just cannot meet anybody. You also have to look at like, how come? What are the secrets behind that phrase? Is it because we're not meeting people because we don't go anywhere? Is it because we're not meeting people because we don't put ourselves out there? Or maybe we're not striking up the conversation. So you are gonna wanna look at that area where you are gonna merge the resources and the secrets kind of together because you are gonna solve a lot of mysteries right now. You are gonna solve that area of, um, you may have been feeling a little bit of like an illusion over you or a little bit of a disillusion or feeling a little naive and those secrets and resources are going to really come out but you have to be a little bit grounded so you're going to want to structure on the root chakra and also you are going to want to structure on the crown chakra which i usually don't tell a lot of people to uh just jump on into the crown chakra but for the Taurus, the Taurus is very rooted usually. But with the crown, this is an area where you really are trusting a lot of your decisions. And you're also trusting that you're making good decisions and that you feel aligned with them. So for the Taurus, this is going to be a time that you definitely uh, create some intentions during the Sagittarius season, but you're also going to want to look at some of those limiting self-beliefs as well. For the Aries, for the Aries, this is a fun, fun time for you. This is really a fun time for the Aries. And Aries might... (laughs) might have kind of had like this energy shift, especially with Pisces leaving Aries. I mean, with uh, Jupiter leaving Aries and going over to Pisces. But now, you know, now you're kind of like centered, you're balanced. Maybe that energy shift kind of kicked you in the ass, but now it feels a little bit better, right? For the Aries. It literally feels like, Okay. Okay. I, I, I got this, you know, that energy was a little bit woo for a second, but I got this for the Aries. This is actually happening in your ninth house, which is amazing for this to be happening for you in your ninth house, because in all honesty, with this being the Sagittarius season, this is a beautiful time for you to really embrace that area of expansion and wisdom like the sage um to to kind of meet up with your Fire sign, uh, brother or sister, and create that area where you are saying yes. For the Aries, a lot of times the Aries likes to start a lot of intentions or new things or new projects, but maybe they just don't really like completely finish them or they kind of get distracted and decide, oh, I'm bored with this. I want to move on to something else. For the Aries, this is actually a good time for you to say, okay, okay i can be grounded i can be structured and i can be centered in what I feel can bring me expansion and growth. So for the Aries, you're gonna wanna look at areas that you can gain knowledge. You're also gonna wanna look at areas of travel. So if you have been thinking about traveling for the Aries, this is a beautiful time for you to do that. This is a beautiful time for you to really take that energy forward and bring it in also for the aries this is a beautiful time for you to move forward right move forward in your intentions towards gaining also gaining towards um, areas of wisdom completely so if you have been thinking about signing up for a course or purchasing a course definitely do it or signing up with a coach you definitely want to do it okay so let's get into the pisces and for the pisces this is the the pisces is like getting lucky again i always said i felt like this was uh that 2022 was the year of the pisces um i really think for the pisces we have jupiter again i believe jupiter is actually going to leave pisces again pretty soon um, I'm not sure the actual date. I'll have to look that up, but at the end of the, uh, maybe May, I can't remember, but of next year, but for the Pisces, this has actually been a good time for you. Uh, Jupiter is currently still in retrograde. It's going to actually go direct, um, at the end of this month. I think right around probably in a few days, I would have to look at all my dates, but So this is a good time for the Pisces, especially for transition and transformation. The Pisces has been very uh, lucky, like this year has been a really good, a lot of success has come for the Pisces. Also for the Pisces, you're gonna want to look at your reputation in areas of career in the long term also if you aren't really feeling the need to enhance the career like you you're feeling good in the career right like you're like i'm i'm good where i'm at i don't need to create more um i don't need to create more areas towards career i don't need to do a career shift i don't need to create more intentions towards the career then this is actually a good time for you to look at the areas of where it is that you want to be in your own personal goals and if that is like creating something or if that's just enjoying time right just enjoying time maybe setting some goals to create more time with family or maybe creating goals of having time alone Uh, For the Pisces, you might have been wanting to really kind of be alone for a little bit. A lot of energy has really been hitting you. So whatever that area is or structured on, this is a perfect time for you to create those intentions towards it. And it's also a good time for you to invest something. I know a lot of people are saying don't invest right now that the market's like really, ah, but if for the Pisces, if you have something where you can do like an investment that it doesn't feel like, um, and that can be like an IRA. It could be um, all different types of ways that we can invest our money. It doesn't have to always be stocks, right? I think a lot of people always think it has to be stocks, but it doesn't or a crypto. <laughs> it doesn't have to be those things. This is ways that you could personally invest and then also you can invest with something that is a little bit more sustainable. So kind of take a look at that as well. Also for the Pisces, this is a perfect time for you to talk with the masculine. So if you have like a mentor who is structured around masculine energy, a father figure, if you have somebody in your life who you considered a mentor, this is actually a perfect time for you to receive some of that knowledge from them. And it might give you some more areas of inspiration towards those personal goals. And for the Aquarius, for the Aquarius, this is actually happening in your 11th house, which is your home house. So this is for you to really be structured in your own space of your own Aquarian energy. And the Aquariuses are such a little um, kooky bunch. And I could say that because I am literally an Aquarius stellium. So they are quite, you know, very much centered in their own awareness, their own little world when you think about it. And for the Aquarius, this is actually a perfect time for you to give it a little bit more to the collective, right? For you to show up for them. Also, this is a perfect time for you to donate. Um, especially for the Aquarius, this is going to help you on more of a personal level versus uh, a collective level, but you got to kind of show where you can donate time or donate if it is, you know, goods or even revenue, whatever it is, but you're gonna want to give that water bearer uh, nature back out to the collective. Also for, um, for the Aquarius, don't be shy about hanging out with friends. Um, sometimes for it's hard for the Aquarius to get out there and put themselves out there, but actually you're going to enjoy yourself. So if you've been feeling a little bit like, oh man, I'm not sure if I want to do this whole like holiday party, or I don't know if I want to do this holiday gathering stuff for the Aquarius, it's okay to kind of jump out of that box. You'll actually enjoy yourself, believe it or not. <laughs> for the Capricorn, oh and for the oh for the aquarius i want to say um i want you to be structured on your solar plex chakra and i think i forgot to say the aries and the pisces so let me just say real quick for the aries you're going to want to be structured around your sacral chakra. For the Pisces, you're gonna definitely want to be structured around your solar plex chakra and also your third eye chakra. For the Aquarius, I'm gonna need you to kind of get into that power element and get into your uh, solar plex chakra. For the Capricorn, this is a beautiful time of, Finding that area of release. And I always tell everybody that right before it becomes your season, and when I mean your season, I mean when the sun is um, structured with your zodiac that it's actually a perfect time for you to release and create intentions towards self-care and also an area of understanding like karmic energy so for the capricorn sometimes everybody feels so like structured in who they are and what they're doing and how they can grow and how they can invest and and where they are in their career and for the capricorn this is always kind of like that space that you're in and right now for you i kind of want you to just say ah and just take this time to not get overwhelmed, not get, um, not get overexcited with drama, and not um, replace like, um, smirk remarks with like more smirk remarks, right? So for the Capricorn, this is really that higher space energy where you're going to let the higher space kind of take it over, right? Um, you're going to want to make sure you protect your energy, especially if you've been kind of feeling on edge lately for the Capricorn. And, you know, we have Pluto with Capricorn, which is, uh, I believe, still in, retrograde. So for the Capricorn, there's been a lot of transformation this year, a lot of transformation, um, a lot of energy surrounding the transformation. So for the Capricorn, I really want you to just kind of let this area just kind of feel right with you, right? And kind of accept where you're at, accept that area of healing, accept that area of limiting self-beliefs as not being legit, like we want to say goodbye to them. Um, And we just really want to do a releasing session. So it's not necessarily a time that you're going to want to create Tons of goals. Like most likely, if you are in a cap, you're a Capricorn, you've probably already created a lot of goals and actually have accomplished a lot of things already. So, this is actually going to be an energy that you are more filled on releasing. And for the Capricorn, I really um, want you to work towards the root chakra and also the heart chakra as well and look at the boundaries around the heart chakra as well so let's see okay so i don't see any questions in the chat so the order that i go in is usually on the zodiac sun wheel that i use and i always start with the sun alignment with the first house, which would be the Sagittarius. So um, for anybody who is interested in how do I do my readings, I do them off of a sun wheel that I have made. So I have a sun wheel, which shows me which zodiac is, um, which sun energy is in which zodiac's house and that's how I go off of the readings. So that was a great question. So the readings will always start with whatever the season starter is. So that would is the Sagittarius, so we know the sun is in the Sagittarius's first house. So that was a cool question. Um so I wanna thank everybody who came in. Um, let's see, oh, I wanna read what Heather wrote. She says, um, I'm literally letting go of who I was and needing to clear money blocks. Mars retrograde in the eighth house will oppose my needle, Mercury soon. <laughs> oh, don't, don't, um, don't be like too worried about the Mars Uh, retrograde with the eighth house. With the eighth house, a lot of it has to do with fears, right? And what we have to look up about it with the eighth house and with Mercury especially, that would be like fears around communication. So if we are already kind of creating that area where we're fearful of it, we can't change astrological energy. We can't prevent astrological energy. Astrological energy just kind of happens. The alignment happens. So we have to look at it as what areas of blocks can I relieve when it comes to communication what areas of intimacy can I start to communicate with and that's really kind of where it is with the 8th house also if it's something that you know you're kind of more mindful about as it's going to happen regardless right like the saturn the Saturn uh, return <laughs> for Aquarius is, you know, everybody's like, ah, oh, the Saturn return, oh my goodness. I was actually just doing, I haven't published it yet, but I just did uh, Pete Davidson's <laughs> birth chart. And I was like, oh, he's going through his Saturn return wow he actually has a lot of lessons that he probably learned but in all honesty i think he's kind of bounced back pretty well with a lot of stuff that's kind of happened through with this year yes i love that you are learning heather wrote i'm learning more about my personal value with eclipses uranus conjuncting my natal saturn um opposite my natal jupiter Beautiful. Yes. So I usually I usually use eclipse season as um, doing the shadow work and taking in that intense area. Area of releasing, and you know, the Scorpio really represents that that area of healing and representation and rising up from the blocks and rising up from the healing process. You know, we can never heal enough, right? We can never heal enough. So, um, I want to thank everybody who came into this room. Um, thank you, thank you so much. I put the podcast chakras and cuss Words podcast up for those who want to uh, subscribe. And also give me a review. It really helps me move up the podcast ladder. Most of my clubhouse rooms are actually saved as audio live streams. So thank you guys so much. So you are really almost like subscribed to the podcast. (laughs) You just didn't know it, right? But please give me a podcast review and everybody have an amazing day. Bye.